I'm ready. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways and not being the best, that just ain't for us. We're loud, we're proud, and we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Bumble San Jose. All right. Yeah, no, but like like we were both saying, like the opening 10 minutes, <laughs> like I think I texted you three separate times. What's happening right now? We actually look like we know how to play. <laughs> like we, yeah, it, we were playing like genuinely really good soccer. I was so confused. It was surprising because our offense was what looks good. Yeah. And that was that was amazing because it's one thing if like, okay, we were possessing the ball and stuff. Okay, we were controlling the game. But what really shocked me was we looked threatening. And that's what was really good to see. Yeah, and it was it was just like actual offense. Like usually like when we said we're having a good offensive game, it's just like maybe Espinoza or Cal had like a really good game. But this was very much like we're passing, we're moving, we're making like correct run angles. We're like moving the ball around through the middle and not just like praying. Like that was what was so much fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Shea was involved. Trophies was actually looking okay too. And it was. It was I thought, I, I literally thought in the first opening minutes, like, you know how Abikasa's got subbed off after 30 minutes? I thought the game plan was Trophies was only going to play a half and then. Uh, Ibo Bise, or how do you pronounce his name? Yeah, the, the uh, new thing. Ibo Bise. I think there's a second. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll learn. We'll learn eventually. But uh, he, I thought he was gonna come on in the second half because Chofis was pressing so hard at the beginning of the game. Like everyone was, but especially Chofis. And I'm like, there's no way he's playing more than a half. Like there had to be a talk of like you're only playing a half, so just like play and give out more energy. Like I was shocked. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I mean, we can talk talk about this later, but the subs I felt from Almeida were a little interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> I was I was happy that Ibo Bise came on, but some yeah, of, some of the other ones I was like, okay, what are you doing, man? Yeah, and it was we we played well. I mean, set pieces obviously like are never our strong suit, even though we scored off one, but obviously concede off one in a very unfortunate manner. Um, I feel like we held them off pretty well, and they had some like. I mean, Velo was just another level. Blessing was another level. And then I forget their right back's name. Like, he got lit up a couple times, but I thought he was, like, a really good player. Yeah, he made a couple mistakes. The The South Korean guy, right? Yeah, he was – you can tell he's good, though. Yeah, he, he knew how to play. He wasn't He wasn't just a guy who kicked it up. No, he was looking for short combinations. And, I mean, that's the way that um, – what's his name? Uh, Bradley had them uh, set up to play, you know. They, they try to actually play. And, uh, thought, you thought I hated Fiero, the Bob Bradley. That Bob is Bob Bradley's a new level, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> I don't like Bob Bradley. Yeah, but it's, um, easy. it's easy when you have the best like squad in. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he he spent all of five minutes in England and got shipped back. But anyways, um, two things that 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 kind of reminded me of. I think we did a good job of capitalizing or forcing mistakes and capitalizing off of them. I feel Jutsen, the whole team is as a whole pressing, but Jutsen, especially this game, oh, yeah. really did well with that. And then one thing that is 
we need to look out for, and maybe it's due to the quality that LAFC have, but didn't fully display today, is a simple mistake really bit us in the butt. And that was obviously what was killing us early in the season. But like a flat ball or just like someone not making a run. And then I just feel like it really caught us out because of the way we play. We're very explosive. So if you have all the momentum shifting one way and you give it up like very silly, it's very dangerous for us. I think that's something that we got lucky that wasn't capitalized more on both this game and especially the Portland game where there were a lot more shots. Yeah, I, I thought our defense played overall well, but LAFC mm-hmm. still created so many chances. There was a few times that they were basically clean through and then the pass was just a little too heavy or stuff, but we were exposed quite a few times and I think we got lucky a few moments as well. Yeah. And yeah, welcome back, Aftershock. Uh, we just got back from a dual episode with Tectonic Takes. Those guys were awesome. Had a great time with Fabian. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. We'll probably be partnering up with those guys again. Uh, oh, and shout out to them. Our Twitter, like, like for those that like actually watch, like, and we do the little previews of all the episodes. Like on Twitter, usually it is like zero to like on a good day six views. Usually Instagrams where we get everything. After his episode, we had like last time I checked, we were like at 140 or 150 views on our Twitter. We're going video. global. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, we almost have a whole neighborhood block watching us now. Jeez. I don't know. Maybe I have to like slick back my hair a little more. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to start wearing suits or at least start wearing pants during this. That's a, that's a little behind yeah, the scenes. Maybe some socks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but as far as the game, that was. That was the best game I've seen us play in a long time. Like, especially those opening minutes. And that was probably the most fun I've had in games, especially because I hate LAFC. So that was probably something that added on to it. But that that was just like, I was in a good mood the whole game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just say this. I, I went to the game and the stadium was buzzing. It was. It looked it was, packed. It looked packed. Really good environment. The LAFC corner, they had their chance going on the whole time. And. Every once in a while, the Quakes atmosphere for once in our lives, they actually started saying something, you know, actually like saying BLA and stuff. It was really, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. Especially I heard some of that on the TV, actually. Yeah, especially towards the end of the game. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a really great environment for the players. I think it, it gave them that extra bit of maybe energy, perhaps. I think we got a bit of swagger now. I think especially after this one, we got a bit of swagger and we're, but it doesn't look like cockiness. It kind of looks like, look, we're in, like, we're all kind of hitting our strides right now. JT's looking good. Espinosa's looking good. And it's, it's, we know we're a little bit behind, but we're still in contention. We know it's about to be a rough schedule. Next man up. And I I think we're just doing really well with that. Um, That's, that's all I can think of as far as the game as a whole. This is a day after, I believe. Um, Want to go into the player ratings, then we can kind of uh, maybe jog yeah, our yeah, I mean, that dive will, a little bit. Spur on some more thoughts and stuff. Yeah, few things, but I can save them for when we talk about their players. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can start off with JT seven point four out of ten. Big saves and looks sharp in a big win. LAFC, uh, yeah. So LAFC won or lost. Obviously, it was a great victory, but he was not at fault for the goal conceded as it was a last second deflection from one of his own teammates. Yeah, Jackson Newell, unfortunately, <laughs> with the own goal there off the set piece. Um, but no, JT had a couple huge saves. There was that one against Blessing in the was it the first half? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, most of it, it came in the first basically half. Basically, point blank range and 
Yeah, we almost got. Oh my god, the corner kick uh, Velo took quickly that Alanis saved. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I'm like, I'm like, please, please, not again. Because like every MLS commercial, it's like the video where Vela's like dribbling past seven of us and like walks yeah. it into the net. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, um, one, one thing I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for is remember when Nathan made that sliding challenge and then like it slowed down the ball so JC Ben was able to save it? Like a lot, like the commentators are giving Nathan a lot of credit, which they should because he came in with like a last second challenge. But JC was already kind of starting to dive and then stood his ground and caught that, which is very, got to be very tough as a keeper because you really have to have those quick reactions. So that was a great save on JT as well. I mean, obviously great by Nathan, but great by JT. Yeah, he was, he was pretty clutch in a few moments and he looked... He looked confident on set pieces and yeah, false one into the box. It was it was good. I, um, I will say what you just said. Yeah, he is starting to look more confident on set pieces, but I would say at least once or twice a game. It's usually when we go up, he starts to get really confident on set pieces, and you can just see before like he's coming out, and you just know yeah. he's going to miss the ball. Or like the other thing that scares me too every once in a while is he always holds on to the ball a long time at his feet. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get he's gonna get his pocket picked one of these days. Yeah, and then of course the the way that the one that you just described where Vela took the corner quickly. They got the corner because he was holding it in the corner. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like started to run out and thought the ball was going to go and it just died immediately. And I'm like, oh God. I know, but it, it worked out well. Yeah, anyways. Um, Vela, I'll just say this really quickly. He he started off slow. I think it's because we came out hot. But yeah, once he relaxed, it was clear he was uh, dangerous. He's very good. Okay, I'll move on to Lucio. Six out of ten. Okay, a cameo performance in the opening half. Did not know if it was an injury sub, but it seemed to be for tactics and would not be a shock as he was not really present. And when he was, he was turning the ball over. Yeah, um, I think the fact that we were attacking for the time he was on masked his performance. Honestly, I thought he played horribly. I don't want to be too critical, but like, yeah, just it didn't it didn't um, look too great his crossing i it never lands it never i i it never lands i texted jacob like and this is like a like during the portland game where like i was like mad that we were tying like it was like he finds a way to perfectly put the cross just five yards past us every time so it looks like it's a great ball to the last second he realizes it's going to no one every time it's so consistent he almost never has a, a ball put in where you want it i don't i don't know but then uh, Almeida subbed them off free, but we say we don't know what that was for. But then we switched to kind of like a four at the back. I was about to say, I think I think it was a tactic change, and I didn't like yeah. it. We looked, we it, it completely changed the tide of the game, and maybe that's just when LA started to get their, you know, tempo going. But it it was clear that we were more comfortable at least in the five at the back to me. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a thing of. We were up 2-0 and he wanted to change the tactics a little bit because like I feel like they were starting to get a little bit of the rhythm, but it still was like kind of 50-50 at that point. And I uh, we kind of switched to a 4-2-3-1, get uh Jeremy involved up top. And I think it, it was a thing of like it was three on three in the back, and like he kind of saw some pace and maybe he saw something, or maybe he just wanted to get Jeremy on. Didn't like what he was saying from Lucio. Maybe there was an injury. That would be those would be my guesses for it. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Once we did change it, it really was like kind of just parking the bus for the rest of the game. Like yeah, we didn't see was, as much attacks. Like it looked more like one of our usual games where like we'll get a couple attacks here and there, but for the majority they're gonna be having the ball. Yeah, it was not good. Um but I mean we can see it off an own goal at the end of the uh, half. I mean Yeah, I I like it though. I like the I like that he's 
willing to be bold and willing to make changes and that's something we've really seen this this game in the last yeah but i'm not and you know it worked out right it so can't complain yeah, yeah i mean obviously he brought on marie at halftime and then switched back to the five at the back and uh yeah and we'll we'll get to that when we get there yeah okay all right beeson what yeah 6.9 out of 10 very lively tonight getting up and down the line yet still holding down the back line dude i thought he was our best player really dude he was yeah. insane like i thought i thought i thought he was i i thought all the center backs were really good tonight but i thought the other two just did a bit more nathan was pretty darn good too but i mean yeah. dude beeson i mean i know nathan had the more highlights i guess you could say that's why i had to give him a higher rank no, but, the goal. i agree with that i i can see why he did that but dude beeson's a rock he yeah, no, I, I think I think one thing people everything. I, I, well, I think one thing people aren't realizing with Beeson as well is if you look at the games since the three back has started, like look how many attacks are coming down the opponent's right side. Not many. And it's like it's incredible because he makes like left back runs sometimes. But does. also like Shea gets caught up high a lot of times and he's covering just so much space for us. It is incredible. No, I, I like him and Shea down the left. It yeah, works really well. Yeah, um, but dude, Beeson wins like every header too. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. he's act. He can jump. He can yeah, jump like crazy. I mean, he's a big boy. We got we got some big boys oh, in the back. Dude, honestly, all three of our center backs. I mean, I'll just say this now: they they played really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we move on to Alani's great save on a corner that would have been an all time goal for Carlos Vela, and good coverage and reading of the game per usual. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have as many highlights as uh, Nathan as well, but you know, he he made clutch tackles again he was very good to read the game and obviously had that one save from bell mm -hmm. corner but yeah he played well as well i don't really know what else to say yeah i mean yeah same Three center backs played well exactly yeah and then nathan good job helping step into the midfield to help out uh to help the center mids as well as big time blocks to save multiple goals tonight great job to get the slice of touches to be able to get the opener for the night yeah that was a great ball for espinoza what, what was his rating Oh, 7.2. I think I said yes. that. Maybe I didn't. Um, yeah, 7.2. And he, well, it looked like he was hurt at the end a few times. I was scared because. Yeah. Was, oh my God. Cause we don't have, we don't have subs anymore defensively. Yeah, we like, already used all of our subs, but no, he, uh, he trooped it out and yeah, he, uh, he's, he's not bad at his feet either with the ball. We, we see him step into the midfield all the time. Yeah. It scares me, dude, because the guy is huge. It makes me think, oh, there's no way he should be able to keep the ball. He plays like multiple center back. Like there's different types of center back, and he plays like multiple types, which I really like. Like like I said, stepping in the midfield, really stopping that play. Sometimes he'll be a little creative if he makes those runs up. Sometimes he's a winger doing skill moves. I do get a little scared when he's in the back line and he does it because I think he's going to get exposed at some point in the season, but... Yeah, the dude is a warrior, and I it just I love him. I love him on the squad. He he does well to keep possession though, and I like that he he played well. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll move on. To, no Youngworth. Yeah, thank God, dude. Our three center backs are so much better now. Okay, now <laughs> we move on to Judson. Six point nine out of ten. The MLS content. How did you only give him a six point nine out of ten? Yeah, no, I I I. I Felt like I should have gave him a seven, but it ended up Dude, there. More than that. He was our yeah. second best player. I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was everywhere picking everyone's pocket and due to his pressing and winning the ball, it led to an early 2-0 lead for the Quakes. I think he dispossessed their midfield and Vela like 
10 times. It was crazy. It dude. was unreal. This yeah. was this was peak Judson performance. Like, I yeah, can't wait to have Romani back. Like, he made up for freaking Yule. Oh, my God. God, that was terrible. That was horrible. Terrible. I haven't seen his rating yet. But, no, Judson, he played extremely well. Um, I thought our – I thought our defense from him and um, our three center backs when they got the ball in and around the the border between our third and the mid middle third, just that that threshold, we looked extremely good on our pressing there. Um, yeah, I mean uh, him especially though. Like it was it. I remember three specifically. In my head were like they're churning, and he just like perfectly pokes it to start a counter attack off the first touch. It was incredible. Yeah, he just had those little quick quick jobs, you know, and he gets them. Yeah. In. Okay, move on to Yule, 6 out of 10, really. I might have been a little high. I'm going to be honest. That, that I, pro- was, I would drop that to a 5, maybe. I was expecting like a 5.5. Okay, yeah, yeah. off the pace tonight, and not just because of the own goal. He was slow on pressing, played multiple square balls that were turned over, and touch looked heavy. It's tricky because for the last couple of weeks, uh, I mean, last few weeks at least, we've been saying, oh, we want him to play more penetrating passes and stuff. But at the same time, they were a little too risky and it didn't look like they were going to work. You know, it it seemed like he was forcing it. You know, I understand trying to play penetrating passes. I I, I wanted that from him, but at the same time, it, some of the passes he was trying to make were just illogical, you know, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. And for me, um, he had that great ball when Jeremy above first came in and that was like the, and he had one good shot with his left foot maybe like one or two other passes. But like I said, every other one seemed slow or it was just like, I like, there were a couple of times he looked like he was trying to play forward, but they never really like went to anyone or they were turnover. And then yeah, defensively yeah. was just a step behind offensively step behind the ideas. It just, our, our whole team was playing at a rather high pace today and he was just, wasn't there. And I feel like it was really hurting us and just, yeah, dude, he thought yeah. he was Tony Cruz playing long balls. Like, yeah, yeah. Nothing was connecting. It yeah, was, I, there, it was, was rough. <laughs> there was a couple of times I, I was standing up and I was screaming, stop giving the effing ball away. Like it was <laughs> crazy. Dude. I'm not kidding. He was giving the ball away nonstop. It felt like that's on. Yeah. It was, it was a poor performance from him, but I think, I think he just needs to get his feet back. He went like almost a month without actually playing. So, like, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Hopefully, because, you know, the last couple of weeks, he's just uh, a little subpar from what we expect, right? Yeah. Okay, move on to Selena. 6.2 out of 10. How would you give him a 6.2 and then Yule a 6? I don't understand. Yeah, hey, I know. I mean, Yule should be lower. Okay. There were moments that looked very lively and moments that gave LAFC life tonight. Not as sharp as he was in previous weeks. I thought he played actually better than what you're giving him credit for. He, especially in the opening half on the left side, he was very dangerous. And he won us a couple really good um, free kicks in their half. Um, I, I thought the uh, down the left is really good. Yeah I, yeah, I agree with that. I thought the opening minutes he was good. Like first like 15, 20-ish, like left side looked good. And then he started to give some balls away on that left side. And then he got switched to right back, which I thought, for the first few minutes of it, I thought he was looking more stable, but then you just didn't really see him after that. So that's why. Yeah, but, but then, but then we started getting destroyed. By yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I do. Th- the one thing I'll say though is I do think he's better on the left than the right. I, Agreed. I, yeah, yeah. And I think his coveted like run down the line, beat you for pace, act like I'm going to cut in, then go back down the line again. I think that he's more suited he's, there as well. He's so shifty. 
I mean, he, I know he's old, but he, he's an athlete. No, 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 that man is like pure athlete. Like, I don't care what he is. He's like yeah, a pure the athlete. Amount of, the amount of shoulder feints and stuff he does is crazy. Like, I, I bet he's good at other sports. Like, that man is just athletic. <laughs> yeah, no, he's solid. I got to move on to trophies. Very good pressure. Oh, 6.6 .6 out of 10, by the way. Very good pressure and work rate early on. And he was rewarded for it with a goal from a good run. Yeah. Um, Espinosa on the break, cuts it back to trophies, slots it in for a pretty simple finish, right? And with that finish, we'll get to it later, but Cal deserves a lot of credit for that goal. Yeah, um, but it was really nice to see us get a couple goals just in general. And Trophies, he looked like he was involved a little bit more offensively. Yep. yep. Um, so that was good. I don't really have much else to add. That was going to be my exact word, getting involved. That's what I liked about Trophies. That's what our big complaint is. When he gets involved, it's great, but it's few and far between. It looked like he was trying to get involved both defensively and offensively tonight, and I think that's what really helped us light up LAFC early on. Okay, let's move on to Espinosa. 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, he, uh, he deserves that. Um, yeah, I mean, two assists. Yeah. I think that is your highest rating, right? Uh, Not ever, but for this one. Well, for that for this episode. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, opening minutes led you to believe he would – not be involved much offensively as he would have big defensive responsibilities. But once he touched the ball, he absolutely lit up the pitch as he was making darting runs down the line and was the playmaker for the goals tonight. Yeah. He was absolutely lethal on the, on the break. Um, yeah. This is the Espinosa we remember. <laughs> he's so quick. And um, he also has the ability in one-on-one -on -one situations. And I like it that he does take the chances because before, you know, we were always complaining about just crossing it and stuff. But no, Espinoza, when he's going at someone down the line, you always feel that there's a chance he can he can pull something off. And that's kind of what happened for the second goal. You know, he he was in that one-on-one -on -one situation. He had a little fake shot and pulled it back to Chofi. So it was great to see mm -hmm. for the second assist. Yeah, and I think I, one thing with Espria, because that kid, Espria is pretty fat, like quick and fast. Espria really showed how fast Espinoza, Shea, and Cal are. Again, not as fast as me, but showed how fast those three are. <laughs> because when he was making runs, he looked slow when he was coming in because the other three were so ridiculously fast. Yeah, Espinoza is very quick. And that one in one situations, like we might have one of the most like scary squads. Not like dribbling at you, but dribbling like with you and down the line. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah, no, Espinosa's uh, – it's great to see him getting involved more because yeah, – We need that. He's he's definitely our best attacking that, w Without that, we don't we don't have hopes. Like yeah, When when Espinosa's on, it's, it's – So are we. Yeah, yeah. It, it lights up the whole squad. It's – Okay, yeah. I'll move on to Cal, 7.3 out of 10. Great game. He was making intelligent runs, dropping into great spaces for the ball and off the ball for his teammates. Not enough credit can be given for his dummy run to open up everything for trophies to score the second goal. Unfortunate to pick up an early yellow to lead to an early substitution. Yeah, I mean, he played well. Uh, I remember his holdup play was a lot better. Um, yeah. Checking for the ball in the first, like, 20, 25 minutes, it was, it was much better. Um, the only thing I'll say is, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of upset that he got subbed off. I thought he should have stayed on longer. And that's why I was making a little face at the 7.3 out of 10. Yeah. Um, because he, he's a forward and he got subbed off at half. But um, I, and, and Jacob and I were having a conversation about the subbing and whether we thought he should be subbed or not. And I thought he should be subbed around the 60th because he has a, I don't want to say a temper, but he, he likes to go in aggressive. And especially if he starts not playing well, then he starts fouling a bit more. So Almeida would have to watch that a little bit. 
and he he does get stuck in on challenges and you never know how the ref's going to call something or give away an early yell and we could not afford if we went down even if it was 2-1 or 2-0 we were up if we go down to 10 men was not going to look pretty so i respect almeida for making the change at halftime maybe would have liked to stay up see him stay on for another 10 20 minutes but i understand it yeah yeah but no he i i did like how he um how he came on and he was able to hold the ball up it, it was a lot better um because that's the thing that i was missing from his game it seemed like he was all too gung-ho to just make a run into space down the line or something and just try to beat everybody with pace and he was able to actually combine down the wing a little bit with shea and um and laid off to Oh, his on. his like one twos and his connection. That's the best I've seen it. Yeah, that's that what was, I was referring to. He, yeah, and that's what was really good to see. Yeah, exactly. And it was good to see versus just like let's send it down the line or let me just yeah, sprint exactly. and out beat everyone. So that that's what I loved about this game. Exactly, exactly. Okay, then move on to Ibovise. Did well in his moments. However, you could see the chemistry with the team is clearly not there after a day and a half. But it could be very promising. For him, yeah, 6.6 .6 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple really good moments and then a couple you're like, oh. But when he came on, he's very strong on the ball. Um, yeah. He's a big guy, dude. That guy's massive. Um, and his hold-up play, I was I was really – that was really good to see because I think we've been missing that through the middle, a striker that can actually hold the ball up. And hopefully we can work out some tactics and stuff. But – yeah, he had a couple of good through balls to Espinosa in the beginning and also in the second half, he had a couple of good moments. Um, he had that one where he kind of shielded the ball and uh, mm -hmm. got a quick shot off and went wide, but that's what we need. We need that threat through the middle, and I, it was nice to see. What I like about him is his hold-up play isn't just let me check into the midfield and I'll grab it there. He can do it on the back line, but what I also like about that is that's not his main move. That's just something he's got in his bag. That's like the second or third option. He still fits in our style of play where it's like, and it, it it's not like Italy, but I'm just going to use that for example, because they just won the Euros. And I think that's easier for people to like grasp is where the front three are kind of dashing and moving together, cutting in, running down the line. And it's not really like two types of wingers and then a, a central number nine that just kind of stands there he's very adaptive and he has a lot of assets to his game and i think once that starts flowing together i think it'll be really good because there's times where he was making runs and everyone was looking to play a different direction or he was starting to check the ball and everyone was starting to run and that just comes with chemistry and starting to learn your teammates starting to learn the system but he was making good runs and you can see he's got a bit of a brain on him so it's just getting it to click with everyone i think this could be a very good future especially if you add uh, Kikanovich to the mix and then maybe if Haji's feeling a little bit better you put him on the wing I think those five those six around him could be very very good yeah I was um I was watching his off the ball movement just just throughout the game and it was it was nice to see him checking in hard he made intelligent movements um like Wando he has that brain but he's just too old for that stuff now and his quick movements he was very decisive and he was very very quick a, a way yeah a way to spot a good striker honestly like when they're in that final third is when they're making their runs they start to peel off behind the defender at first and then they make their run so they're kind of in that blind spot and they're creating some space so they can go back post to front and i saw him make that run multiple times the only problem is is i'd see uh shea go down the line a couple times or like whoever would be there, Espinosa, Cal. And then instead of making a run towards the near post for him, he would sometimes go to the back post. And maybe he's used to 
Portland system where like an attacking midfielder or second striker would go there. But again, that's just learning the system. That's just learning your teammates. But I love to see these making runs and like making intelligent runs and like attempting things. Because I feel like like Firo and Rios when they first came in, like they would just kind of stand in spots and like you didn't really see much from them. And like they're starting to learn the system more now and they kind of evolved into it. But at least with like Jeremy, like off the rip, you're seeing like he's making runs. It's just, again, connecting with everyone. Yeah. And it was it was promising. I'll yeah, exactly. Promising. Yep. Okay. Then Marie, five out of ten. Um, just completely ineffective today and seemed to turn the ball over every time he got it. I mean, it was tricky. He came on at the moment in the game where the tide was in LAFC's favor. And when you're mm-hmm. a defender, that's tough. But yeah, he did get exposed a few times because by that point, Velo was destroying us and they brought on Diego Rossi and he cut us up a few times. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, he played okay. I thought I, thought, I it should, it's tough because two seasons ago, I didn't want Marie on the pitch. And then this season, I feel like he's had a great season. I thought he worked super hard in the off season. And honestly, I really like him. I wouldn't mind him starting some games. Um, and his, again, I think his ideas were good. This game just looked a little bit rusty. just wasn't connecting a little bit slow. Just, Touch wasn't there. Just it's not your day every time. So I wasn't super mad at him, but it just wasn't his day. It was just a poor performance overall for me. Like I, I just I, I can't remember him connecting a single pass. Yeah, I mean it was it was tough, but you know he served he served his job at the end of the day, and he helped the defense hang on, and, and he didn't concede yeah. a goal in the second half. So, um, I mean, I think he did all right. Yeah. Okay, then we move on to the subs. Pretty much the rest of them, I guess. Remedy thought he played well when he came on um hopefully he can maybe sub in for um jackson Ewell or something because i don't know what's going on with him yeah i think i think judson and remedy are should be lock-ins yeah. i know a lot of people are going to say Ewell, especially because he's international and maybe there are some politics behind that but those two have been outstanding for us all season and it just they changed the way we play defense and relieve like duties on offense and they just do so much for us winning fouls doing all these things and uh, it's between Chofis and uh, Yule at attacking mid for me right now. And honestly, these last two games, I think Chofis has earned the spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though Yule's kind of the vice captain um, in replace of uh, Wando, it just, I don't know, something about the way he's been playing recently is a little frustrating. Hopefully he can come back. And then we'll move on to Fierro. <laughs> I hate to say it, but this is one of his best games, honestly. Like... <laughs> Oh, well, you're muted. You're muted or something. Uh, can you hear me now? Okay. That's better. Yeah, yeah. All right. USB mic. What about now? Oh, it's not even uh, through your microphone anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep talking. I'll fix it while you do that. Okay. Yeah. This is one of Fierro's best games. Um, he, he just somehow managed to draw like 10 fouls and time waste like crazy. He also had a couple um, really good uh, passes that switched the play and killed some time as well. And, you know, his, his defense was okay. His work rate was good. And overall, I thought he played all right. Um, yeah, I don't, did, did I fix it? No. All right, well, we're just going to talk with the MacBook for the rest of the thing. Um, no, I completely agree with you. Say, And I was going to say, one thing I like about Fiero is I feel you really, like, Every week, I gotta give it to him. The man can earn a foul for us. He can earn a free kick for us. Yeah. That's for sure. And I thought, yeah, no, I thought he put in a shift today. 
thought he played well, wasn't turning over the ball, was working hard. It, again, like at moments looked below the pace, but you know what? He did a job. He did his job, and I can't be mad at him. I thought he played all right. Wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't bad, which for Frio, I love. So, yeah. thank yeah. you, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not that bad. Okay, I'll move on to Wando. Honestly, I don't really remember what he did. I'll be honest. I, I can't remember if he did anything. I thought I thought he did his job. I thought we were down on. Oh, did I did I fix it now? Yeah, it's bad. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I just it just like wasn't appearing. Um, I thought he did his job, which was we don't have any more players, but we need to sub someone into the midfield, just run for ten minutes, and that's what he did. Attacking mid, just put on pressure, and I thought he did the best he could with his legs, and it wasn't like the prettiest performance, but again, it got the job done. Yeah. So overall, I thought the team played oh pretty well. I thought. They came out and they did what they needed to do. We got a win, two wins in three games. That's very nice to see. Um, <laughs> just wins. That's what we're <laughs> calling out for because been just drawing games for it seems like eternity. And we're at the stage of the season where you need to start stringing together some wins to move yep. up to playoff contention. And uh, that brings up next game where it's reunion time for you. We get to see Florian Youngworth again He's not because. Play. <laughs> well, to be fair, it is the worst team in the league, Vancouver Whitecaps. Um, that's a that needs to be a, a win, and I want like a multiple goal win, like three zero. Like I don't want to concede, and I want to have multiple goals that look pretty, not just like we get some tap ins here or there. I want to see some build up play. Uh, I want to see Jeremy play a bit. I want to yeah. see him connecting to the system. I think he should start. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I think so too. Um, he's got a week to prepare with them now. And yeah, yeah, I think. Friday. Yeah, I would love on Saturday, but oh well. And then I think this is a game where you could possibly rest some people. I don't want to rest the whole squad, and then I it's like our rest anybody. I well, I wouldn't rest our whole squad, and then we end up losing or tying a game we should win. I would just look at if there's like one or two players like Remedy. Like if you can get a whole game, if you can give them a whole week off to recover after not playing these last two weeks too much, or maybe like this is a game where you slowly start to bring him in. I don't know where his like recovery's at. Uh, I think Benji should be coming back soon. I don't think Tommy Thompson's coming back soon, but if we could start breaking in some of these players again, Marcos Lopez, he hasn't seen the field in a bit. Maybe that's Almeida's decision, but this, I think we need to be smart with our players this week more than anything else, especially because we have a very heavy schedule where we're playing. I think you did the math. It was like every five or six days we're playing pretty much. I mean, we have six games for the next two months each yeah and um i don't know i i think that we need to keep the pressure on you know we finally got a bunch of pieces to work with and it seems like mm. we have an 11 that is competent i don't want to let off the gas when we finally got a couple wins in a couple weeks that, that's think, a good point I think, yeah i think especially against a team like this you need to convincingly win i think we should just go for it just put a nail yeah. in there Especially yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I don't want to take. I don't want. I don't want to ruin the rhythm we're creating either. That exactly. I think that's that's a that's a big thing, but I also don't want it like to reference it to the Warriors that seventy three and nine season or whatever it was. Um, I don't want to put too much gas in games we don't have to, and then be gassed towards the end of playoffs. However, we're in a much different scenario, and I kind of agree. Now, the more I think about it and talk about it, I think we need to just go for a dominant win. Yeah, there's no need to act like we're 
able to rest players yeah yeah when we haven't won a game in three months and then we finally get a couple wins we're like oh let's rest players now no. yeah yeah i we think can... though if it, it like at the 60th minute if it's like three zero bring on the young kids yeah i on... agree with that game management but yeah, yeah, yeah. to go into there... the game thinking we should rest players now no. yeah i think that, that's a good way to put it there needs to be good game management this game yeah um so we're gonna move on to fan questions or fan question uh <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, yeah, who's this guy? Uh, Steve2391. He comments, uh, who had the best and the worst, well, I guess he was trying to say game, from the Quakes today? Uh, I have two for each. I think the, I'll start with the worst. The worst two for me were Marie and Yule. I thought they had the worst two games out of the players. I think Marie just came in, wasn't connecting, just off game and just nothing you'll you'll was just a step behind like i said both quality players i think just need to get back in the room they both haven't played in a long time i think it'll be fine i wasn't like furious with either of their performances like in the sense of like don't play him again just like yeah just in the best one the best two games had to be uh oh i was gonna say espinoza and uh jt but it's hard not to throw nathan kind of in the mix too yeah. espinoza probably number one and then like JT B1 and Nathan B2. Okay. All right. I'll say the worst games were from Yule and Lucio. Yeah. I Marie wasn't as bad as you're saying. Um, and then the best two I would say were Espinoza. And it's a toss up for me between nathan beeson and judson so either of those three could be yeah judson and beeson did judson especially had a very good game so yeah. I, I guess the team consensus is best game espinoza worst game yule yeah i think that's pretty obvious espinoza he was, yeah. he was critical in our win that's for sure yeah yeah and yeah we we have to get these wins the next point uh maybe Flo puts the dagger in our hearts one last time Dude, if he plays and he somehow punishes us i will lose my mind i guarantee you the every tweet is gonna be like florian youngworth still finding a way to take three points away from us (laughs) 